wants to abolish, essentially abolish the Second Amendment. By the way, and if she gets to pick, if she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know. But, but I'll tell you what, that will be a horrible day. Then, of course, Donald Trump's comments this week um, talking about uh, Hillary Clinton's, if she were to win the White House nomination of Supreme Court justices, uh, would they abolish the Second Amendment? And he mentioned that the Second Amendment folks could do something about it. Um, we'll get everybody's what? opinion here, but I believe yeah. he was misconstrued. He didn't actually mean harm. He just uh, was talking about voting. That's my take on it. I think... Yeah. Yeah, you guys too. I think he said it. He says a lot of crazy things. I don't. I don't you think that was one. You can take that any which way. You can chop it up, dissect it, but there's no way to prove that that was a threat. This right. is what but I that's was, what's taken over the news. I was right waiting now. for. I was waiting for one of these extreme people yeah. that follow what Trump says, and a lot of it's like, okay, a lot of it's tongue in cheek, and then a lot of it's just, what did he say? He didn't go. He didn't say right. go kick her ass. <laughs> he just said you can do something about that, meaning I guess do the legal things to to yeah. prevent that from happening. Yeah, right. It's misconstrued. Mike, you too. The, well, the new, yeah, I think so. The New York Daily News um, put on the front cover that uh, they, they put on the front cover that the GOP is going to abandon him, and oh. they put up uh, like a snapshot or a. Um, I'm sorry, screenshot of all the tweets of negativity that he got all the flagging oh, his way. A lot. People arguing that, oh yeah, so many. People arguing that there's some sicko out there that will take that advice and, and right. possibly do harm. But there's sickos out there anyway, so I don't think... Yeah, exactly. And there's a billion people who can't stand him who tweet him every day. So it's not hard to dig up a couple of tweets that are anti-Trump. Right, and Twitter should have, and I'm, I'm not one to really defend Trump, but I will, I will in this case. Twitter, to me, I've said this before on the show, social media is like a video game. You sit down, you tweet your fingers a little bit, you get bored, you do it again. It, you, it's not yeah. real life, you know? Right, exactly. Don't, I don't think anything on Twitter. Celebrities put stuff out so that the people who read it can get back to them and feel like that they're in the celebrity circle. Right. That's it's like Twitter's just talking there. to somebody at a bar. You're not... Yeah, Twitter to me isn't, you know, you're not at a podium. Has a candidate ever been investigated by the CIA before, like during the, you know, probably all of the campaigning? Yeah, Uh, a normal thing. The Secret Service. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. See, yes, I don't has to be, but it just seems like it's all starting to crumble. And a new car. And a new car. So, tweet us what you, uh, your thoughts about that. Was did he step over the line, or are people just getting all their panties in a bunch here for nothing? Uh, at the underscore podcastle. And before we get into local news, I want to give a plug. Mike has a new blog out, bisblogger.wordpress.com. The wait is over, my friends. People have tweeted about it, and your tweet prayers have been answered. 
Uh, it Pays to Be a Regular is the name of the new one. And I'm not going to say anything more. Mike can, but Read I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you hang with that one. It's pretty good. Read it. Speaking of uh, speaking of Trump, five minutes ago we just tweeted: "Great job today by the NYPD in protecting protecting the people and saving the climber." Mm. Who's the climber? Oh yeah, uh, that's fresh news. Let's see what we got here. That wasn't going to go there. Segway. Segway into local news. Well, I'm curious about the climber. I am too. Actually, I don't know much. I didn't have that one scripted. Let's Sounds see what like we're. Goofy. So New York City climate. Okay, well, while I'm I'm reaching that, yeah. What is this ad hoc message? While I'm researching that, what is happening here in New York? Well, um, the NYPD, speaking of which, just upped the bounty on the Howard Beach killer. Oh, good. To twenty grand, as they're still looking for clues with no leads, or at least no leads that we know about, leading to the murder of uh, Karina Vitrano. About eight days ago. And uh, a couple of days ago, the New York Post put out uh, something that, of course, de Blasio had to say on the subject. De Blasio still doesn't get how New Yorkers look at crime. He doesn't understand it. It's so safe. This is like an old Law and Order episode. I thought New York was the safest big city in America. And it goes to show you just how clueless this pompous son of a bitch is. Sounds a little out of touch with the, with the voters. He just doesn't get it. And he, he'll never admit that uh, crime has risen in this city since he's no. taken office. Really since oh, has it really? Bloomberg was on his way out. Uh, he's done nothing. Because this girl was probably murdered by homeless people out in the marshes there. There's a whole bunch of... Oh. Vagrants, the under and people, under, and like a Hindu population that sacrifices chickens. The underground tunnel dwellers, right? Those kinds of folks, and they Japanese goldfish tenders, right? So, um, rat birds. This guy thinks that it, it's just not their fault. You know, the bums. We we can't charge them with vagrancy. It's not a crime. It's not their fault. And there's so much. There's so many holes. In, in a law like Sometimes that. Sometimes you is. know what? I, I mean, I'm sorry. Something's got to be done about it. It should be illegal. There's got to be a way What's to that? that that's constitutional, that that vagrancy is illegal. I'll tell you how, how, what they can do. Um, and I've, I've said this. I don't even go to certain 7-Elevens anymore um, because just there's eight people out there waiting to ask you for money. It's a hassle. Oh, the so, same in oh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. You know how you get rid of the problem? On a smaller level, and you start small, you get spear. Yeah. You get the property managers of these buildings to put no soliciting signs there, no which soliciting. they already are. You hire a guard. You right. hire a security guard for forty grand a year to, to usher them away because that's a stipulation. Where outside of every Seven Eleven, at least out here, it says no soliciting, no loitering. And if you're hanging yeah. out there asking everyone for change, you're doing both. So oh, who enforces right. it? Seven Eleven guy can't keep going outside. No, they need to hire. Because every 7-Eleven in the world, for the most part, at least out here, is in a strip mall, a smaller strip mall. Whoever owns that property should spend the forty grand a year, have the businesses opt in if they want, pay twenty grand, ten grand a year, and get a security guy out there to keep people away. And then they'll have nowhere else to go get except for... Get armed security. We'll take the see? It, two problems. Hand, hand, one problem hands itself the solution. <laughs> Do that. I, 
And you want to know something about I was thinking Spring, about that. Spring Creek? Um, Spring Creek Park is, first of all, it's a national park. Okay. So the residents of Howard Beach have really pleaded for a long time for the city to do something about it. But the city can't do anything about it because it's federally owned. So even though the mm-hmm. NYPD, you know, oh. they, their jurisdiction in there is to they can patrol, there's no park rangers out there. Yeah. And there's nothing that they can do as far as maintaining the park to, you know, keep it a little bit decent. And, and they got these weeds that are like 10 feet high. So this girl went oh. running where she shouldn't have gone running. Clearly, some bum was was probably already in there. They, they don't think it was anybody that was in her life. It was a random killing, which incidentally also took place up in Massachusetts. I'll get into that story. There was a copycat. Oh, I, I read something of that. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the girl happened to be from New York. But, of course, they couldn't right. really be related. I mean, they can, but it's, it's, it's unlikely. Ridiculous. Right. So, anyway. This girl goes running, and it's it's not even late at night. It was still light out. It was only like five o'clock, and um, maybe dust. she was stalked all the way into the entrance there. But awesome. nobody, none of the neighbors saw anything. My buddy says this was some bum that that probably called the dirty marshes home. Yeah, yeah, it was just hanging out in his marsh, and he was running by and said, "Uh oh, I'm about yep. to do something wrong. She's not yeah. gonna let some me." Bum. And I mean, a beautiful girl, too. And what's really kind Flesh. of sick in yeah. a way is that every single picture that the news is posting of this girl is a picture of her in a bikini. Because that's what yeah. she'd like to take selfies, I guess, on Instagram. Yeah. And instead of posting get. a picture of like a little girl with her parents when she was maybe five or six. Right. Now let's put well, the bikini do... out there. Right. right. She was asking for her, clearly. Right. Yeah. She's a whore. And You're that's right. another thing that's being raised now. You know, should girls dress provocatively? Yes, um, you know, is, is, and then of course the uh, the female advocates are saying, "Oh, it's always the woman's fault," and I have no opinion on that subject. So oh gosh, always the woman's fault. How about you uh, behave like a human? Yeah, right. how about just stop getting a haircut like Hitler? <laughs> and, and you know what's really sick about this whole thing? I even read that there's a homeless couple that was interviewed, and even they said it's too dangerous out there to live homeless in the marsh. What? Yes. Yeah. These marshes, yeah, the marshlands, the the swamps of the north. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on in the city of New. And York. now hold on, there's also more. We got um, all right. So there was also the girl Marcotte, I think was her name, and uh, she was Ooh. found burned actually up in Mass in Princeton, Massachusetts. And um, this comes in only like five. Mm-hmm. Four or five days after um, the Toronto murder. Okay. So the, uh, still looking for clues in that. And, of course, they're coming yeah. up with nothing. Toronto murder. Uh, another one in Toronto? Didn't know that one either. But, oh, the uh, I just found out the the climber. All right, so I guess somebody tried to scale the wall to go after Trump, and I guess the NYPD took him down. I just read that now. Yeah. In lighter the news, depending on how you look at it, uh, Alex Rodriguez officially retires. Really? Oh. Good riddance. A-Rod. Won't be making it to uh, Barry Bonds' record. If he tries to beat Ruth, it's possible. But, I mean, he's got to basically, he's got to home run it on every single at-bat. So he's done after the season? 
Friday. Okay. Friday, he's done. He's out. Friday, really? he plays in Miami, reason? his hometown yeah. Miami, against the Marlins in his last game. He just can't take it anymore kind of thing? Yeah, he's, he's old? We're going to cut him. And he just you know, nobody would sign him for all that money. Yeah. Yeah. So he's hanging him up. He's not going to be hurting, though. He's doing 697 okay. career home runs. He will not be the home run king like everybody Wow. Says. How much is he worth? One ring. One championship that whole career. Yep. I know. Since 2003, when they picked him up, they thought this was the best acquisition that uh, the New York franchise could have picked up. And remember there was drama with him and Jeter, like whose team is it, what position, who should play. Yeah, they felt like this bizarre on and off friendship. Stuff. Yeah, right. it was weird. It was like they were too big for one team. Yeah. Too many egos. Good. Yeah. Here, here, here's some quick stats for you, if you, you want to hear. It's nice. It's nice. Speaking of the A-Rod, so he's worth $300 million. Do you want to know oh. the... Uh, Richest athletes of all time? Let's finish the, the news first. Richest is sure. Tiger Woods. But that's what I'm going to say. But that's a little cliffhanger. We'll get, we'll get into that with sports. Let's, let's get into that let's later. stick to local. Wow. Local, what is, local. What is happening in I, La La Land? All right. Well, we got a little La La Land news for you. On a lighter note. So there's a new um, Musical coming out based on the Carpenter's Carpenter. career, oh. who I always maintain had the prettiest, unique sounding voice uh, in rock and roll. And not an attractive woman. But not attractive, voice. no. What are the names of their songs? Like, what, what, What's their biggest, what are they known for? Close this one right to here. It was a big one. Close to so, Michelle Burton Brett. And her producer husband are creating a musical show coming to L.A. called We've Only Just Begun, Carpenters wow. Remember. So it's one of those I actually have to operas. say, I would, uh, okay. see that. I would see that in a heartbeat. And it's probably going to be the Hamilton of the West Coast. I would hope so. They sound a little hippie-ish, though. <laughs> I don't see any big names attached, attached yet. We'll see. Yeah, hippies. She's not an easy voice to duplicate. Not at all. Very unique. You know, she didn't get into those high notes with the falsetto and, you know, the operettes. She just had a clear, crisp voice and um, a very big voice for a very skinny woman. Yes. I don't think you can duplicate it. One of those voices where as soon as you hear it, you know it's Karen Carpenter. I could listen to anything, Karen Carpenter. Karen Carpenter. She's beautiful. Voice. Inside. Inside. (laughs) Inside. So that's all I really got for L.A. There's a pilot fire, new fire going on in here that they're trying to put out. Um, I have nothing else to contribute to local news with L.A. I spent all my time trying to queue up that Carpenter song that I missed the other one. <laughs> that's big news. So that's so it. But it's good. It We're excited. Happening. Woman, 73, fatally shot by Florida police officer role-playing as bad guy during Citizen Police Academy. Oh, oh I read Citizen that. Police oh. Academy. Oh, oopsie daisies. And my computer just froze up on me. So I, uh, I'm going to guess that they were doing some sort of demonstration, the cops maybe, and the guy accidentally shot some woman, like watching this old woman. They were doing like a taping of cops? That's a shame. 
No, I think they were doing like a demonstration. Like police officers were showing. Of cops. No, I just say that because every episode of Cops <laughs> is in so Florida. Is Miami Dade County. It's Boynton Beach. Yeah. yeah. West Palm Beach, Fort Myers. So she actually uh, got my, shot. All my stuff is frozen right now. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm panicking. I have no local news. Any I can pull off the top of my head. I'm here all alone now. Heather's gone. She just left for Puerto Rico for her. Oh, that's why the blunt's out and the, the uh, pants are off. <laughs> Puerto Rico, nice. Sitting here nude. Yeah, Puerto nude. Rico. Um, I want to get into this movie review. Uh, I know you got you need to freshen up the, the keyboard, but um, <clears throat> we can just talk about it for a second. You saw Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mike, are, is that a film you're going to see? Are you interested in that? Or uh, I wouldn't see it in the theaters, but I, I'll see right. it. But I'm with you. I, I'm not rushing to the theaters to no. see it. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't think it was going to be a movie I'd go see in the theater. But How many I jokers have... are we going to have? I mean, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't. don't let's... Died. Come on. And a lot of Batman. Uh, but <sighs> my, my future stepbrother-in-law is a big fan of going to the movies and he's a big fan of the comic book movies and so am i so i was like yeah you know we'll go and um it was so fast-paced compared to batman versus superman which i thought was just slugging through it was like in in water you mentioned that in the last half hour, it was like, "Yay!" Here's what we were waiting for. <laughs> yeah, right. I still haven't seen it. I remember you said that's another one I still haven't seen, and now I don't know if I'm going to. Which so, one? Batman, oh, Superman. So again, so, I'm yeah. saying that I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, and I'll put it off and put it off till it comes on uh, TV on Netflix. But yeah, right. Well, that's yeah. fine. I said that I said that about Batman, Superman. I haven't seen it yet. You know what it was. I was just happy that I didn't, like, I wasn't going, oh, when is this going to be over? When is this going to be over? Right. I was yeah. enjoying it the whole time, and before I knew it, it was okay, over. That's good. Like I was like, that was The Revenant. I couldn't wait for it to be over, and it was like three hours long. Oh, and it was so dreadfully boring. Slow burn. That's a slow burn. Yes. But Jared Leto, creepy. Like, really good. You wanted more of them. I heard there was 10 minutes of, of footage with him in it cut out of the movie because they're going to do, you know, like a spinoff with him and Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. Such a hard time thinking, uh, picturing him being all shredded, like they said. He was he was just so bulked up and ripped, and that's just not Jared Jacked Leto. up. No, he said He was just, like, cut. He wasn't, like, bulked right. up. Okay. He just, uh, he looked normal. Yeah. Sexual. He didn't look scary. I mean, he did look very scary, actually. But he was funny. <laughs> he had the great thing. And Margot Robbie was the best character in the whole movie. Her and Will Smith. Um, yeah, she's the new big thing since Wolf of Wall Street. And I haven't seen her in anything else. Yeah, I think that's it. Right? Clark? Um, Margot? Your girl? Yeah, she's great. No, she's in another one. I, I, I'm drawing a blank right now uh, that I've seen. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But uh yeah, the movie is it's real fast paced. Batman's in it, the Flash is in it, you know, it's Ben Affleck. There's a post credit scene with Bruce Wayne and, and the, the woman who puts the suicide squad together. Um so it's carrying from the Batman versus Superman, so the story is like the same. Yeah, so it's the Justice League versus the Suicide Squad is how it's gonna play out. 
That's what they're saying they might build towards, but that's like way down the road. Yeah. Um, Just think about it. Imagine what you'd have to pay all these actors to group them all together like this. But look who's paying them. Well, how much money has this film made so far? It oh looks God, like it's made. Oh, it's already made three hundred million. Yeah, that yeah. that that movie will come out in four years. Believe me, that money train is going to keep on going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They will pump it out. It'll just be like Marvel. The same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to get their own little spinoff, and then there'll be huge get-togethers, yeah. and then spinoffs, and then get-togethers. I mean, we're on Thor like four now. Well, Marvel's owned no, by no. Disney. And how many Spider-Mans are there, right? including the first set and then the remake set? And think ah, about it. They're too just soon for the this. Spider-Man. It's too soon, right? Yeah. They're just going to do this over and over because... It's the same story. The people producing it are from our generation now. And yeah. That, yeah. That, well, the money, we've too. Wanted, you know, like we've wanted this since we were kids. Movies but they've never done the character. death of Superman. Which is the only Superman comic I ever had. It was in 93, 92 or 93. I think it was 93. Oh, really? Yeah. Or happened. Right, and uh, the Doomsday episode or, or comic it was when Superman dies. They've never done that. Yeah, they, they should do something dark like that. Maybe you should watch the movie, Biscotti. Oh, okay. Ooh, a spoiler! Oh, whammy. Whammy! But not a complete spoiler. Okay. But maybe you now, should watch it now. I had no idea you like even knew about that. Oh yeah, Doomsday. Sure. The he information you know astounds me. In, but yeah. yeah. there's a scene in the movie where Lex Luthor, Luthor says, "Superman, now you meet your Doomsday." Uh, okay. Yeah, well, I corrected. Okay. Omaha I Beach. honestly didn't didn't plan that. I, I I have not seen the movie. That was incidental. <laughs> Amazing. It's incidental, Clarice. But anyway, uh, yeah, Suicide Squad's great. Go see it. It's good fun. Summer, lot of action. Uh, blockbuster. I was Will uh, Smith. Popcorn and drink. Will yeah. Smith yeah. is amazing. Is he? He's so good. Uh, his character's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's Will Smith. He he he's fueling this thing, and Margot Robbie and Leto are running with him. Wow. He's great. He's in the whole thing. He's. You know, he's Fresh Prince in a Deadshot costume. Uncle Phil. You know, he's a little bit bigger. But really, this film focuses mostly on the villains. Like, you, you mentioned um, the thing about the movie staying oh, Superman. Yeah. And even, I didn't even know that uh, Ben Affleck was in it as Batman. Like, yeah. It sounds to me like they're cameos because they're not really the main characters yet. They're They're establishing the suicide squad right it's like uh they're they asked the, the producer of of the movie of suicide squad why did you decide to put batman in and and flash and not use this and he goes well i don't know i'm making a movie with the joker why wouldn't i put batman in it he's yeah. like it's my movie and i can put batman and it makes sense and <laughs> i do what i won't thumbs up um and it was yeah. cool because he's in like two real quick scenes and then Bruce Wayne is in the end, kind of like setting up the mm-hmm. next one. So it was really, and then Flash is in it real quick. Set they the show stage. how they originally bust all the guys. You know, it was a cool scene set in the stage. It was the end of Batman Begins when uh, Bruce Wayne, when Batman, you know, Christian Bale's on the roof with um, Commissioner Amazing. Gordon, and he's like, uh, you know, I have something for you, and you know, he's a he's, he has a taste for theatrics like you. 
and he gives him the, the Joker card, so you know he's setting up for the sequel. Mm-hmm. And then Batman goes, uh, you know, he's ready to fly off. And Gordon goes, I never thanked you. Batman turns around and says, and you'll never have to. And then the music kicks on and he jumps. You're like, yes! <laughs> yes! Thank you, Lord. I want to spoof that, but at the end I just jump off the roof. And they're like, oh, he just killed himself. Shit! I should have thanked him. I should have thanked him. He, you know, I wonder if Ben Affleck was no. really passionate about the part or he just does it for a paycheck. Yeah, I don't know. Did you see the films that he directs? Like the new ones. Paycheck. Oh, he is writing. Okay. He's writing and directing and starring in, like, the new Batmans. For oh, a paycheck, though, right? With him. Yeah, because, you know, it just doesn't follow the suit of Argo, the town. Gone Girl. Yes, Gone it girl. does. If yeah. it's done right, Batman should look just like that. Mm-hmm. Should okay. look like an inner city, gritty, kind of, you know, dealing with scam artists. Right. Psychopaths. He should be a black man. Black man. <laughs> Is, uh, did Brett write a review for, for the Salacious Slice? Check out Cinematic Addict on Facebook, Brett Katzen, Katzen's review of uh, Suicide Squad. He asked me about my review last night, like right after I saw it, and I just like, wasn't ready yet. And then I gave it to him in the morning, and I asked him you know, what he said, what he thought. I haven't heard from him yet, but go to his page. And, and Twitter at Real, R-E-E-L, Problems. I always like having Brett on. He's, he's, he knows his... His shtick with the film, with the cinematic taste. He wants to come on. Yeah, anytime. Always welcome. Um, yeah, I wanted to speak of film. I was had a burning question I meant to ask Mike on the last show. Although, the last show I believe was the day before. I, my days are all mixed up. But Mike, uh, tell me to stop if you want me to reveal too much. But you were in a film, a return to acting. Oh, yeah. Not that you left, but... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I a short did. film. I know you, you've been busy with stuff. So, you know, wife and moving around, but... Um, yeah, you were right the first time. I pretty much left. But, but you're back, and you, and you did a short film on yeah, Sunday, it's... and it's a horror film in New Jersey near where the Camp Crystal Lake was originally... T- t- I mean, it, the whole by, thing sounded yeah. fascinating. Close what, by, yes. What can you tell us? Um, well, without Ooh. revealing too much of the story, Ooh. it's uh, in editing right now. And, you know, it's a short film. Ah. Really, there's only one category of short. You, you, what is it? a minute to less than a half hour that's how, or no it's got to be 20 minutes or less that makes a short film but there's no subcategory of that but if there was this would be an ultra low or I'm sorry an ultra short film okay uh, it's it's not going to be a whole lot of screen time we we did it all in one night it was a quick shot but it, it was fun and I did it for my buddy Chris he's directing it and uh, he's got yes. three Chris projects Cole. right now in the hopper Christopher James Cullen, yeah. And you literally and did it in one night. One night, yeah. Oh, my God. And uh, it was up in northwestern New Jersey that we were shooting. Really interesting location. Um, Stanhope, the city that Shark's talking about, is where the original Friday the 13th was was set. And oh. this was in, we shot in Andover, New Jersey, which was kind of next door. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Andover. Was it and set it was, there or filmed there? Parts. Set. It, it was supposed to really be set anywhere in New Jersey. It's a New Jersey themed project. Okay. Ah, uh, Jersey. This was a really Jersey. interesting location, and it was scouted out by uh, one of Chris's friends, a nice guy who I guess had grown up in the area. And this was like 
a 10 acre piece of property. Uh, really, it was wow. about 100 acres. A bunch of shareholders Damn. who own these property shares, not really owning the property, but they own the shares. It's it, the whole 100 acres is owned by a corporation over in the UK, and they sell shares as a trust to all these homeowners. And even though they don't own anything, they're protected. Uh, the land is protected. So for like 250 grand, maybe you can have 10 acres of land. And a lot of these people, they were people that had nice homes, but they just wanted to live in the woods. You know, they couldn't afford that much acreage on their own. So they buy these shares and and, uh, they live off in the woods and secluded away from people and they can be left the hell alone. So, ergo, uh, we made this this short film it's a horror short and um yeah really inter- interesting location as i told my buddy chris i said look Colin, you know i, I you know, i'll i'll do it because it's you i would usually pass on any horror i'm not a i love to watch them i'm just not a horror guy i, I really it can no i'm not why not it's hard because you're a thespian that's scared. more for yeah it's just not something that i thought of of doing it, I didn't want it in my portfolio. Yeah, but you know, no budget. I haven't done anything in so long, and and this was just a short, and it was kind of fun, and really good group of people that I got to work with. And um, I said, yeah, what the hell? So I look at the script. Didn't quite connect to it right away. In fact, the first thing I said was, I said, uh, Colin, buddy, there's no cursing in this. Isn't this supposed to be a horror movie? <laughs> People curse when they're scared. <laughs> yes. Please so use goes, funny right, daddy. Go. I threw a fuck in there for you. Shucks. All right, well, can I just improvise yeah. a little bit? I would do a horror film, I told him, if I got to be the bad guy. He said, well, can I be the bad guy, the villain? Mm-hmm. Turns out that, that the villain, though, is not uh, – well, I don't want to get into it. Um, we'll talk about it when, it when it comes out and John reviews it. Yes. It's going to be I'm curious quick. about it because I'm trying to put the time frame together. All right, so it's how far is this place from you? I'd imagine it's kind it of a hike. hike. Okay, it, it was a hike. So this uh, is Sunday night. I want to say it was Sunday night, and um, I was awake for about thirty hours straight. Right? How so, do you do it? I don't know how I made it. I really Coffee, don't. Coffee, Coke. What were you a doing? A lot of that. There was a lot of, Well, a lot of the first, the latter, unfortunately. Coffee. Unfortunately, not. Coke. <laughs> but. Did the, a lot. A lot of coffee. Because you had to work the next day. I would imagine you had to be up early. I know you get up early anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. You, you and I will Facebook message each other, and I'm still awake, getting ready to go to bed, and you're just waking up. <laughs> oh. That's when I know it's time to go to bed. When Biscardi replies, I'm like, oh, shit. It's like 3 a.m. I got to go. And I'm that, one of those guys when I see it. If I have the time, if I'm awake, I'm going to reply right away. I'm not going to say, okay, I'll hold this off till a more yeah, I don't, right. respectable time. Unless you're driving. That's the only excuse. But, I mean, I was awake for about a good 30 hours straight. And I was thinking oh. about stretching it out. But finally, um, oh, I, oh I, I caved. Gosh. Yeah, It was rough. And I'll tell you, a lot of the other cast members were, were really getting agitated. And, and you know, everybody wanted to go to bed. Um, but Cranky. he told us all it was going to be a night shoot. We we're going to do it. And it was all going to be chronologically done. They actually did manage to okay. come down. We had to rewrite some things for the sake of time, but it worked. Chronologically done. It's like the only way I used to know how to do it. Yeah, exactly. I, it's, it's, it's like, I don't have editing. 
it, and that's the thing. Right. That's how they want it to be as, as natural as possible, I guess. But uh, oh, yeah, I gotcha. They got this little girl. Um, she was the daughter of the guy who basically was the location scout. And uh, she's got some credits to her. She's only about, I think, maybe 12 or 13 years old. And, and she had a very spooky role and did a hell of a job. Ah, that's oh, wow. nice. On, on a uh, mainstream flick? Uh, mainstream television, I think. She, she's got, I mean, again, I'm so, so out of loop. Oh, speaking of horror, it. and I'm not changing the subject, I just to crowbar this in. Resident Evil's coming out with another movie. They're still doing that old, old oh tired thing. Gosh, but anyway, so yeah, so I'm really story, curious about the like short a, film. Yeah, is it like a like a one minute scene from a film, or is it like do, do you jump through time, or is it all just one shot? No, it's just one continuous motion of like sequences. it's real time, and uh, it's called the Curse Road. Okay. Yeah, I was just on IMDb looking at it. That's where I got Resident Evil from. <laughs> uh, it was just, yeah, like it was just it. put on the database. So, um, again, it's, it's a, it, really the star of the show is New Jersey. Colin likes to... You know, uh, cool. Like I love that. Yeah, and, so do I. Uh, Ooh, and I said, yeah, he had to talk me into it. But... He was really happy I got to be on board. And I, it's funny because, you know, when you're, you're shark, you probably know this living in Los Angeles. And when you film stuff, when you're gathered about and everybody's starting to get to know each other, they all talk about their credits and stuff that they've done, stuff that they're working on, stuff that they're, they're looking at, reading, considering projects. whether they want to do it, projects in, in a hopper. Yeah, and there's always that douchebag that doesn't know shit. And I, just... I sat there, yeah, right? And I sat there yeah. in the circle, and I'm just kind of like, uh-huh. yeah. Finally, I just said, "That's great. I'm not an actor. No, calling a long time. It's kind of fake, but but I'm not an actor. Yeah. Oh, you're not an actor? Nope. No. <laughs> so they probably thought I was gonna suck. And uh, oh yeah, the old switcheroo. Looking, I was constantly looking for page for the scenes because it wasn't. Um, it wasn't a script that I had a whole lot of time to read. And it wasn't a long script, but, you know, they say, go to scene five. I'm like, but it doesn't say scene five. Am I looking for it for page five or? or uh, right, exactly. They weren't numbered. The pages weren't numbered. So I'm fumbling through it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I what am I doing? Right. But, uh. Curse what am I doing? Right. I'm not an actor. What do you What do you want from me? You want from me? I'm not an actor. That's what's <laughs> what's what I'm excited to see it. It's been a while. Yeah, I know. I can't wait flick. to see it. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I hope it's good, uh, but it was fun regardless. Yeah, I'm glad. The whole thing is kind of interesting too. A horror film in that in that area. It's already kind of spooky already. You know, you're not filming it in like uh, the woods of Pasadena, yeah. where you're like, ah, it's a palm tree. Um, right, right, you can see it's like I love that kind of location. I think it's cool. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, this was definitely the location that uh, that you'd want a picture. And I, I have to give my hat off to the, the gentleman that Colin picked out for this. But um, you know, I'm, I'm always hard on the kid. He's a great writer. As far as um, storyline, I, I have to say, Chris is pretty. My buddy Chris. Chris, uh, yeah. He was the director. 
I've always been hard on him when it comes to dialogue because I like sarcastic humor. And, nah. um, you know, I can be a tough judge of stuff. I'll say, you know, that line's too corny. For example, I said, this guy says, what the hell too much? What the hell? What the hell? Next line, what the nah. hell? And, uh, you know, I had to call him out a couple of times and say, hey, can, can we tweak this a little bit? And, he, and he's cool with that. But, um, yeah, that's one well, thing. At least he listens to these. Now, my script, word is final. This. Right. Yeah. As long as he's flex. Right. No, that's good. And, and then there was that one film I did back in 2012, <laughs> I think it was, and not important to mention the name, where the script was almost all improvised, which was a little What? Weird. Yeah. But you're a pretty good improv guy. But I imagine the other people there aren't that great. You can tweak a few things here and there, but if you're just doing a script totally off of improv, it's like you know taking the home movie camera and and just trying to get something together for like a student project in high school. My dad let me borrow this camera. Like when we reenacted Macbeth, but it was in the set of Jerry Springer show. Right. Well, congratulations, though. Congratulations! That's on a stage in front of you know thespians who really think that that's superstitious and, and yeah. bad. Oh, it's a, you can't say Macbeth. It's a Scottish play. Yeah, I'm just here for a free steak. Mm-hmm. Once you get out of here. And look, Macbeth. We're not... Maybe it was Macbeth. Or Hamlet. Maybe Hamlet. Yeah, I, that, that's funny you mention that. Othello. I did have to say to one performer in the film who, uh, you know, it's a good pleasure to work with. But every now and then you'll meet those those artists who, those artistes who always oh, have God. to stay in character. Once that camera rolls, oh, and you, God. Oh, no. stay in character, stay in character. And I'm talking sports with this guy. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got, a character got to stay in character, gentlemen. I'm, I'm like, all right. No, that's me. not my, my method. This isn't Hamlet, okay? Yeah. Right. We're not not holding up Yorick's skull, right? And what you don't need. To, it's called yeah. acting. You can right. act. You don't need to be that person. Yes, I understand it's channeling, but yeah, uh, right. Are you you're not like paying me anything. Yeah. yeah, pay me, exactly. and I'll do whatever you want. Right. And I drove. I, I actually lost money driving here with gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've been there. I've had friends who are like, "Could you do?" I had this one. It was so bad. I, I never even made it. It, they never even finished it, but it was like some this guy I know. He had some artsy project in the desert, and he needed like me for something. So I was like, I'll, I'll help you. And we drove to the desert, and it was like a hundred degrees. I think somebody had a heat stroke, and I was like, dude, I, like I can't do much more of this. Like, are we gonna film soon? Because they were like still working things out. He's like, uh, well, let's get lunch for everybody. He pulls out peanut time. butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh my! And like God. no water. I was like, it's a hundred degrees. It was so bad. Oh, oh PB and J and no water. Yeah, it was awful. That's, I that's, actually ended up leaving. Illegal. I made up some excuse. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Which is one of those I reasons why I'm at the airport. Yes. <laughs> Which is why <laughs> to... you have to be in the union, and, and I've always given unions yeah. a little flat. Yeah. And you, um, you know, I'm still a card-carrying SAG-AFTRA member, but uh, I've always hard on the unions because it'd be nice if we didn't need them but some in some cases yeah. you just need them and it's cases like that 
where you have to say, hey, look, I'm not some tomato candy can kick around here. I got, <laughs> you know, I but got you're... life outside of this and, and I'm doing this for peanuts, if anything at all. Um, and you can't even serve peanuts. Be nice to have peanuts. <laughs> right. But you're still good. You're still, you're passionate. You'll still help people out here and there. with the. You help me no, out with the it's sketch. Fun. It's fun. I like yeah. to do it. Well, sketches, you know me. I'm, I'm always good for that. I'll do always. any shark sketch. Oh, yeah. We got to do more. Actually, yeah, see that is ugh. if we, I lived out in Los Angeles, I would have no. I would be fired from my regular. Job. Uh, yeah, just, uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll right, do it. Shoot. I'll do it. Yeah, speaking I'm of here, I'm there. Speaking of funny sketch, Mike and I did this thing, uh, funny spoof of it's called erection medication on YouTube. It's a spoof of the Viagra commercials. And like I mentioned before, Jen had this commercial filming here, and they go, oh, yeah. and somebody asked me they had the mistake of asking me like, "Oh, what have you done?" I said, "Well, don't laugh, but I did one of those erection commercials." And they're you know, like, oh, wow, really? Which one? I was like, just YouTube it. It's called Erection Medication. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's pretty good. We had an, actually an ex-porn star in it. And um, it was yeah, well-received. So I had them frantically like, you know, we've got to look this up. It's legit. Yeah. You oh, know, no. just to get a few extra views. Yeah. Funny as hell, though. Worth it. So, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, a lot of attention. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But it, yeah, I can't it, wait to see it. I'm very interested a... now that it's horror. Yeah, I, I hope same, same here. it does decent. Really, I think the direction he wanted to go was to get a feature out of it. But, I mean, I personally uh, didn't see the potential for a feature of that whole story. However, I could see like a creep show collection of shorts, which is what uh, he was working on with his last project. Um, and hopefully he goes further with this one because it it would really play out with I, – I think the creep show, even as dated as it was and as hold cheap up. as that budget was, it does hold up. Yeah. And, and it's a good have, format. They should they should have kept making creep shows, I think. Yeah, Shyamalan's coming back to do it. I think it's a great mm. format. Kind of from the creep. Right. Yes. Creep right. show. We just discussed that last episode. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited. I thought he was doing Tales from the Crypt. Wait. Oh, no, it is Tales from the Crypt. My mistake. Yeah. yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Twitter <laughs> at the underscore podcastle. Uh, and check out this blog. This is blog at thisblogger.wordpress.com. Always fun. Um, I put it down on the docket tonight, something about Amazon, but we can. I think we can do that for another show. I don't want to. I want to bring it down. It's kind of a negative story. This has been a great. You don't have the energy to crush them. I don't. Really? You know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is very quickly because it's not a big story. I feel like I hyped it up too much. So I, I checked my uh, bank account this morning. I usually check it every day, every other day, just to make sure everything's flowing. Right. Which it's not. <laughs> and I saw an outrageous charge. It was a hundred some bucks from Amazon. And I thought, I didn't buy anything off Amazon. Check my Amazon. Nothing going on there. Uh, it was just really bizarre. And um, they, Wait, wasn't, isn't that the, the cost a year for Amazon Prime? That's what it was. I got charged for Amazon Prime. So you're on Amazon. You have Amazon Prime. No, I never signed up for it. Uh-oh. And I called my bank, Comerica in Detroit. I love people from Detroit. No bullshit. She goes. They've had enough. She goes. What? Uh. Yeah. They, they've had enough. She was. She was pissed. She. She was. I'll, I'll get to that. But she was talking. Uh, this woman, you know, answered the phone, trying to help. Um, you know what's going on? Yeah, there's a fraudulent charge. She goes. Is it that Amazon one? 
I said, yeah. She goes, we're getting calls all day. The Ooh, Amazon what? did this thing where if you purchase something from Amazon I don't know, in the past six months, which I have, right. um, there's some kind of fine print that they enroll you for Prime right. and Whoa. they charge you. But it's not one of those, you know, it's not clear. Right. And I imagine it's legal because they're, you know, a smart company. They're going to cover right. their ass. So she's like, just call Amazon. My sister just, this happened to her this morning. We've been getting calls all day. They're doing their, this new charge where they just charge you. Uh, so, is... <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's not one of those things where you're not paying attention. I don't give it my credit card information for anything. I mean, if I download right. an app that wants to see my Facebook account, I'll delete it. I'm, I'm not, you know, you download checkers and they'll right. say, well, you know, permission to access Facebook. No, I just, I don't like, I'm very protective of Yeah, I don't like that shit. and I'm pretty protective also, but for actually, um, for business credit, I'm not going to plug the name of the company, but there's a there was a business lender out there that even though the loans or the lines of credit, I should say, are credit-driven, they didn't report anything ever to the credit bureaus. And they oh. will they'll look at your credit score, even though it's a business loan. Uh, they'll look at your personal credit first, but they will extend business credit based on the information that you give them as far as yeah, Facebook accounts, who you bank what? with. Yeah, that's how you get more money, actually. The more money you get from it is the more information you give. So I gave my social media. Strip uh, me down. Yeah, you'll get like an Take extra 500 balls. bucks for Twitter and then another 500 yeah, for Facebook. It's um, amazing. And that's that's how they extend the business. Now, they're expensive. But uh, that seems to be how things are flown right now is through... Mark information exchange. Right, information exchange. He just has, he has some kind of partnership with everybody out there. Where oh, they all do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you sign up for a website. You watch how quickly you're getting emails from similar companies. And they'll just share and share and share and share. So I called up Amazon. The woman actually had the number handy. And they, they reversed it. But they said, oh, you know, you must... You must have signed up. I said, no, I, I never signed up for Prime. I'm pretty good with, you know. There was, it was never clear I was signing up for Prime. You didn't ask me to confirm a card. Yeah. So she said, all right, well, I'll just refund it. I said, okay, but I want to know where. You need to show me where I agreed to do right. this. And she started backpedaling, I swear to you. She's like, I can't find your account. I said, but oh, you just God. refunded me. How, who did you refund then? Um, yeah. So eventually, yeah, they, they're going to refund the money. It's like three to five days. But it's I just said to her, it's such a, uh, a shady, devious, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deceptive business practice. Um, and I went to the Amazon forum because I was like, I wonder if I'm you know, a special case. It was flooded with people this week. Um, so they're doing this new thing. So just check your Amazon account. Check your statement. Right. If you, Shit. Because... You know, when you purchase on Amazon, it'll say the listings. It'll say, you know, a little Prime yeah. next to it. Mm-hmm. If I see the Prime, I won't do it because I don't want to – I don't shop that much. I don't need to spend 100 bucks to yeah, shop. I don't know. I think it's a I've free market. Used Amazon for yeah. car parts, actually. Uh, yeah, I don't anything. think I've ever yeah. used it for books. And wasn't books what they originally designed for? Was yes, it was originally books in the late 90s. Barnes and Noble. 
Yeah. I forgot. Is I think they're a great company. It wasn't even that long ago. It was only books. Yeah. Now it's yeah, anything. like maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. I now you can buy wives. A couple of Russians. <laughs> I, I think they're a good company. I just think, you know, they, yeah. Jeff Bezos well, is a smart guy. Once they started competing with Barnes & Noble, they figured, hey, let's take on eBay. Yeah, let's do this. And they put eBay to shame. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know anyone yeah. that does the bidding. But, I don't know. They're a good company, but that was a, it's deceptive, you know? Yeah, um, they, they didn't try to argue either. It wasn't, you know, well, you did this. Yeah. And they immediately agreed to refund. They kind of know the, the gig's up, but because yeah. there's a lot of suckers that, that won't guys. notice. Yeah, that won't notice. You know. Wow. Deceptive. So I wouldn't have noticed, too, if I didn't check. It just kind of swept in there. And then you have to wait three to five business days. No, 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 no. Get one of your flunkies. That's get one of your drones to deliver me a one hundred dollar right. bill. Okay? That's what pissed me drones. off the most. You made a mistake. I made a mistake. Apparently, you're going to refund it. Fine, but this whole waiting. You didn't wait to charge it. Right. It's still pending too. Right. You could just reverse that. Sliced me without even asking. I want to start a class uh, class action suit because the laws of consumer protection claim that they must be clear and protect the consumer. In a lot of violations, there I'm sure their legal team's pretty good, but I think you could put together a good, yeah. uh, you know class action suit. Put some sob stories in there. Have the person that you know lost their house because Amazon charged them without them knowing. You know, get think some. Think about it. Yeah, the judge would be like, you know, a, a uh, jury, uh, Mr. Clark. It is there in fine print, but Amazon. Think right. about the, all the other people like Mr. Clark who, you know, $100 oh, yeah. is not like something you don't right. notice being gone. Oh, I, I would never waste my time. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I would never waste my time one-on-one. It's, I wouldn't do it. But if you had, you know, 2,000 people, 500,000 people, 10,000 people, whatever that is, going after yes. them, they're, they're going to start to sweat a little bit. Yeah. Right. And Jeff Bezos is one of those shady. He's like the guy from Tesla. He's he's got he's a good speaker, but he's a like a real dick. He's kind of like a James Bond villain. Is he? Yeah, I heard he's just a real bad guy. Like bad to his employees, but good to his bad to his subordinates, but good to like his image in the company. Ah, he doesn't uh, bite the hand. Yeah, (laughs) he blows so. That was my beef with Amazon. But they rectified it. And I, by the okay. way, one incorrect. thing I just, I'll just say before we move on to sports, yeah. whenever I talk to these people, I am always the nicest person they'll talk to that day. Because, you know, people call, they're like, See, you I'm fucked not like me that. up. No, I'm, I'm yeah. like I'll, turn it to, I'll turn it to the hook, but I want to give them the benefit of the doubt of, like, you're, you're just doing a job. If I'm nice to you, just fix this. And if they don't, then I turn it to an asshole. Yeah, I give I mean, them, like, a two-minute grace period. I would be the same way in this particular case where you got your money refunded instantaneously, it seems. But there was no runaround. It's not like you had to call on the manager. And that's usually the way it goes with me. i got to call on the manager to get anything done. Otherwise, all I get is, I understand. I'm sorry. I can certainly understand your frustration, sir. I'm going to continue to my script right now. And you're just going to hear this loud typing. I'm sorry to hear that, sir. Uh, we really hope that we do appreciate your business here. Can you just be a person? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah like I, I hate your friend We've all been there. and you're helping me. Like weed smoke all over the place. Looks like Cheech and Chong's bathroom. Uh, in, it's incense. Incense. I thought so. That's a pretty strong blunt, John. It's been rolling for about an hour. 
I know. Snoop Dogg. We doing it here, Long yeah. Beach. All right, so uh, real quick, sports with John. John, mm-hmm. can I give you the top five richest uh, athletes? Sure. All right, you guys I tell me if you... number one you... is Tiger Woods. No. This, I would have said the same thing, but this surprised me. Isn't it Michael Jordan? With $1.14 uh, yeah. is Michael Jordan. $800 million is Michael Schumacher. Schumacher. Seven, $750 million, Vince McMahon. Vinny Mac. Six hundred seventy-five million are Arnold Palmer, and wow. six hundred and fifty million is Floyd Mayweather. Tiger's number wow. six with six forty. Wow, Floyd Mayweather. That's a. But I wonder if Tiger, a little five foot eight guy at one hundred forty-five pounds. You know what though? I bet it was. Superman. I know he's such a little guy. Tiger had that divorce, though, right? So he probably was the richest. Right. He probably lost half. Yeah. People, a lot of companies dumped him um, after that whole thing. Uh, who was number one again? Uh, Jordan. And then who? Can you just do the list? Michael right Schumacher, again? the race car driver. Okay. Uh, Vince McMahon. Vinny. Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Floyd Mayweather. The hell did Palmer make all his That's money? That's what I'm. He, he's got to be. It's got to be from like real estate. Well, don't forget, he invented the Arnold Palmer. Oh yeah. yeah. I think that's, Arnold that's a very popular drink in Arizona iced tea. Yeah, market. it's true. I went out with those AA people for dinner the other night for that thing. And they're all like, "We'll take an Arnold Palmer." I was like, "I will take a Corona and a tequila, please." <laughs> yeah. Take a Long Island Arnold Palmer. Yeah. So. A cranberry and soda and vodka. Right. In vodka. Right. So that's all I that's got amazing. for that. Yeah. Mayweather. I love that Arnold Palmer's richer than Floyd Mayweather. That's great. That's Isn't wild. that great? Ryan Howard's 58, 140 million. Oh, my gosh. Is a world championship worth that? Fine. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, real quick. The Olympics last night, Michael Phelps smashing records and another winning one. gold again, winning number 21 number and 22. Uh, or, yeah, 21 and 22. No, 20 and 21, sorry. And I think he's literally racing right now. Uh, nope, wow. this is women. Women's. That other, that other girl for the U.S. Olympic team, swimming team. Yeah. I can't remember her the name. One? On a blank. Yeah, she's pretty cute, I, I think. No, that's, uh, I'm not thinking of. Katie Ledecky. Um, she won gold. She won two gold last night, and the, the the second gold she won was in a race that's like her worst time. Like there were seven people that had better times than her, and she she's won. not hot at all. I'm thinking of somebody else. She's hit, she's like twelve. She's nineteen. She looks like she's ten. <laughs> Go on. My apologies. Like but yeah, it's just amazing that Phelps is, you know, 20 years now. Yeah. It seems just dominating the the swimming world. It um, is it is amazing. Absolutely. Like Biscardi said earlier, A-Rod's final game as a Major League Baseball player is Friday in Miami against the Marlins. Uh, Are you going to go to that, John? I, I almost want to. I don't have anything to do. Yeah. It might be so, you know, Heather's gone, so I can beat Ruth's record. You could just go down there. there. Yeah, it was. It felt like he was yeah. trying to stay in the league, not taking steroids, and try to get and break as many records as he could. 
and he's just batting like 180, and the Yankees are like, nope, see ya. We don't you, take, buy. We, we, we don't want to. We don't want you on our team anymore. I think he's like bad. Joe Girardi. He wants him out. Yeah, they're, he, they're, he thinks he's like a game. villain. Red Sox fans were chanting during the game over the weekend. You know, we want a Rod. Oh yeah, I watched the game last night. They wanted him to put a Rod in so they could just boo the crap out right. of him. A <laughs> Rod. So there you go, a Rod. What a what a letdown. Yeah, he really he didn't earn his his pay, paycheck. He just lied twice. That's like the worst thing. He lied twice. Like Ichiro. Like everybody just owns up to it. Ichiro. I just like that name. He's Suzuki. just one of those guys with one name, right? Yeah, Ichiro Suzuki. He actually just broke uh, 3,000 hits very recently for the Marlins. Ichiro. Mm, Ichiro. A lot of things going on. Uh, U.S. men's basketball, in, back to the Olympics, l- beat Australia only by 10, 98-88. The first, like, scary matchup for them. I'm sure they were all just hungover from the night before partying in Brazil. Uh, yeah. Well, that Brazilian Zika. That damn Zika. Apparently, um, Hope Solo, the goalie for the female soccer team, Said, yes. I don't want to go to Brazil. There's the Zika. I'm scared. Anyway, Wait. after the one of the games coming off the field, all the fans were going, Zika! 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 Oh, no. Seriously, they were yelling Zika wow. at her. And That's not good. Quite scary. Um, yeah, no. I wouldn't go down there. She let a free kick in today through her legs, but they still won 5-1. to one. They're so good, the women's soccer team. Yeah, the, you, you, that's all I hear about. They're just that's how good beating. they are. They have, they have three girls on that team that they. It seems like they're connected to each other so well. They yeah, they're like a phalanx. Fast. They all work as one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a three-headed snake. Yes, like a Bulbasaur. Like. <laughs> Quick rundown of the league standings: Toronto is taken first in the AL East. Cleveland's still ahead of the Tigers, who are surging in the Central. And the Rangers still have a stronghold in the West. Oh. Nationals, Cubs, Giants, Dodgers one game back. Yep. Dodgers lose to the Phillies tonight, 6-2. to Dyers. Dyers. Be kind of cool if the Dodgers could sneak in. They won't. And that is sports. Sports, 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 sports. Where's the job? <sighs> Unless you guys can think of anything to add, I think I pretty much said it all. That was football wow. season. Did you hear about the game? The football game Sunday night they were supposed to play, or maybe it was Monday. Because of field conditions. Yeah. The game got canceled. Yeah, because of fi- the field. That is a shit. That is. There was paint smushed in the field. And there was a concert the night before. Yeah. That was so lame when I was listening to that story. Come on, cleanup crew. Get it together, guys. I can't remember what field it was or where it was supposed to be hosted, but they should be ashamed. It was just too much. That was in Ohio, I think. Chris Berman and Tom Jackson are doing Tom Jackson's last game together, and they don't even play the game. (laughs) A bunch of losers. A bunch of deadbeats. 
We didn't have a show, so uh, or we didn't have a game, so uh, bye. It was pleasure working with you the last two, 20 years. It was so sad. It was salacious. It was sexual. It was oh. mischievous. And it was delivious. You have to tweet us at the underscore podcastle and like us on Facebook. Did, did this is a well-rounded the, uh, show, guys. Did you see the, the meme uh, of Michael Phelps making the mean face? Like, uh, yeah, he looked like, know, he uh, was like all mean. Yeah, it was great. He looked uh, like something out of Gremlins. Brazil, Brazilian swimmer was kind of like shadow boxing in yeah. front of him and kind of taunting him. And I'm so just, excited. Doo, doo. And then he just went in and beat him. It was like Eminem backstage. You hear Obama listen to... Uh, yes! Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. I would have done the same thing, man. As a politician, I would have listened to that before like a rally speech. Oh, yeah. I would have went out and freestyled. I think Sports Illustrated like surveyed a bunch of college basketball teams, and they were like, what's your number one like warm-up music? And everybody agreed on Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself. Yeah, it, it is the best. Doom, 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 doom. They say that beat can wake the dead. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah, because it builds up and it's just so tight. Everything about that song, it's in the top ten. I'm sorry, on the uh, earlier we were talking about peanut butter and jelly and I had to make myself one real quick. Ooh, I just had myself two slices of pie. Did you? Yeah, I wolfed it down. Oh my god. I don't motherfucking don't play, I'm motherfucking hungry. Is that... Is that pizza you got there? Yes. Blah. Is that pepperoni on there? Yes. Is it warm? Yes. Well, motherfucker, I'm here! What is that? I don't know. Whenever I... When I lived in the old house in Los Feliz, uh, my buddy Dan would come in. Cool guy. Jewish guy. New York. And he'd be like, Is that bacon you cooking? I said, Yes. He'd go, Is that eggs too? I go, yeah. He goes, well, motherfucker, I'm here. <laughs> That's a funny uh, Jew quote. Motherfucker, yeah. I'm here. Motherfucker, I'm like here. Some a black guy would say. No, he was imitating a black man. Oh, there you go. Biscardi works six to two thirty. It's unbelievable this oh, week. He's a trooper, man. That is gross. F troop. How does he do it? Yeah, and then. He gets off at two thirty, and then what does he do? Does he, he doesn't like take a nap in the middle of that? I remember him saying, "Oh, I tried to take a nap. I just can't. I can't get. I can't wake back up." Yeah, that's how it is with me, man. I used to be never to take naps, and now when I do, I feel like shit. Especially in the winter, and when it's dark earlier, and you oh. wake back up, it's dark out still. You're like, "Nope, going nope. right back." To what sleep. am I doing? Remember how depressing that was when you were in school or. You know, living in the in the Northeast in the winter months, and you'd have to wake up for something you didn't want to. For me, it was like college or school, and it was still dark, and there's nothing to look forward to, and it's cold, and oh. y- your shower's cold, and it's cold when you get out. You could have the heat on, and it's just cold. It was like parents used to always say, well, you're going to go to school where you get to go hang out with your friends. No, I, bro- I want to sleep. Don't, I don't really get to hang out with them. It's not the ideal hanging out with my friends that I'd like. Yeah, it's like prison it's really recess yard. It's all scheduled. Yeah, that was the worst. I think being cold and tired it was just oh. waking up. Oh. I do not miss that at all. And you were smart. You and Fran Lith were the only two. I just heard an echo. Sorry, you cut out for a second. Fran Lang and I were the only two what? No, you and Brian Smith were the only two who, who weren't altar servers. 
You know? So you never had to wake up for that damn 6 a.m. mass. You got paid 20 bucks and split it three oh, ways. No. Here's a $20 bill. I guess we'll just cut it up. <laughs> Didn't get paid for it. And every year, no, twice a year, every day of, of a specific week, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, I had to serve 6 a.m. mass in the oh. little, you know, cry room, that little... Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That room the, the cry room. <laughs> Where the babies go with their Cheerios and crayons. Yeah. And they're writing on the pews, and the parents are just looking the other way. You can have, like, a mass in there, but you don't need a microphone. Where the confession is. Yes. You know what's interesting about that room is I used to think that was, like, the coolest place to – because you could actually sit in there. Oh, yeah. And my parents would, like – took me there, like, once to keep me quiet, but I was never a loud kid in church, you know, because all my dad would have to do was give me the look, and I'm I'm like, I'm done. Right. But I thought that was the coolest room. But – you know, you got your wings for doing the altar service. It's not that I didn't want to. It's that I was afraid of doing it because I thought with all the uh, the ceremonial like process, I would mess something up. And yeah. I know I would because my mind was going like a mile a minute. So yeah. I, I know I would like have to get up and ring the bell, and I would I would just I would mess up, and I, yeah. I was just afraid of messing up. So I was like, I'm not doing it. I started it in fourth grade, and I think until eighth grade. I was terrified every single time that I was going to screw something up. Every yeah, because it's not like there, I was like, I couldn't memorize the steps because I'm not paying attention because it's church. I never pay attention. Right. You're not. It's not like you're reading something or just talking. You're. It's a. It's God. First of all, like you don't want to mess this up in church. Right. You know, it's not like oh, I'm messing up the feeding the hamster in second grade. You know, yeah. oh, I gave too much food. You know, there's people watching you in a holy place. It's yeah. quiet. It's, I just don't want to mess up. It's funny because hardly anyone is watching you. You never, if, if you think about it, no one ever really watches the altar servers. They kind of like true. blend into the background. Right. They're also, like backup they're dancers at an Eminem concert. You're not yeah. really watching. You kind of see a glance here and there, but that's about it. It's like activity, but nothing you can really focus on. Galactical 3! But that was the worst. Waking up when it was dark out to go serve mass for Gerlach. Yes, and that's when he was backstage shooting for three. Yes. And when he would miss, he'd say, son of a bitch. He said, in the house of the Lord. Fran came in with, we had had to serve a novena. Oh, yeah. It was like a big thing. I kind of still don't know what a novena is to this day. Me neither. They're on Tuesdays and, or no, it's every Thursday at 2 p.m. and like 8 p.m. So you get out of school at the 2 p.m., but then you got to come back at night for the 8 p.m., which is a bitch. Oh, oh right, because it was like a doubleheader. Yeah. So he wore, Fran wore Nike sneakers <laughs> to the 2 o'clock one, and Gerlach's like, Mr. Lang, that is not proper footwear. <laughs> Fran's like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like my other shoes broke or something, fell apart or something. Like, well, do you know the origin of Nike after the Greek goddess of victory, Nikea? <laughs> that is not proper footwear. <laughs> like, is that true? I love the way he talked. He, Father Gerlach was a priest in the parish John I grew up with, and he was like a um, he was like a count. Like, yes. do you understand what I'm concocting back here? I'll never forget when he he would come in. It would be like just random days, like three weeks would go by. He wouldn't come in. 
Then all of a sudden he'd be there three weeks in a row. Then another month would come. It's like, and now it's special time with Father Michael Gerlach. And Gerlach would like enter the classroom and talk to us for like yeah, an, undetermined, an undetermined amount of time about who knows what weird things. I remember walking up to me with his fist clenched like this. Mr. Hassinger! Oh, right. Do you know what this is? It's your fist. White knuckle anxiety. And you're all going to have it. <laughs> what the hell is going on here? That's probably one of the exceptions to a rule I have. Uh, I think he. I think I would appreciate Gerlach saying those things. Because he's a priest. And I, I, I like the guy. I generally like priests, you know. But, you know, I, when people give you those questions where they're like, do you understand what that term I'm saying was? No, uh, I... Yeah. No, you don't. Do you understand <sighs> why I said the word? You know what? Obviously, I don't know. Just tell me because now I'm just mind-fucking you with, with bullshit answers. Do you want to discuss what the ending of Sopranos really meant? I mean, come on. What are we doing here? Right. Splitting <laughs> nose hairs. We're splitting pubes. You can interpret what you interpret and I'll interpret what I interpret. <laughs> If I ate food too much, I'd be a fat man. If I wore hats too much, it would be hat chat. Down on the farm, down on the pond, it's fat man hat chat with John. Hat chat, hat chat, everybody's injecting themselves with hat chat. Did you just say hat chat? Hat chat. No. Not talking about hats. No one for, wants to hear us talk about hats anymore. For the love of Christ, we need to. Is there a red light in your room? That's my dialysis machine. <laughs> I'm not healthy. No. Uh, it's the uh, snake light. It's the snake light. Snake light. She gets around, around, around. Um, what about hats? No, I have nothing to add to hats. I just Cleveland felt- Indians hats, what I got on right now. Ooh, the old C. Standard C. I was talking to Andrew Benfer, super fan Andrew Benfer, and he, uh, he he doesn't watch baseball. He only watches soccer, which is so bizarre because he's from some Florence. folks like that. Yeah, but he's from Florence. Like, well, who's playing soccer there? Florence, I guess. Florence. Florence. But anyway, uh, he's like, I want to get into baseball. I don't know what team. I used to live in Missouri, so I think I'm going to pick the Cardinals. It's a great team. Great Good team. Good choice. To pick. Great, great organization. Ryan Howard's hometown. Oh, yeah. Benford's great, man. I was doing the dishes the other night, and, like, you, you know how you drop that fork, like the rogue fork? Yeah. You know, like a utensil from disposal? Now I can't. Now I can't. Okay. So I dropped, like, the utensil in the garbage disposal, so I put my hand down there, and I felt this little finger, like, petting my hand. And I looked down, and it was Benford in the garbage disposal. He was eating out of the garbage because he loves the show. The guy is so dedicated. I'm going to get him a shirt. If you could privately... I'll ask him on Facebook with you guys. I want to get his address and send him, send him a shirt. He was, he's a big he super was, fan. He was listening to the, um, the Polo Grounds episode today, and I was like, skip to the most recent episodes better. And I forgot at the end it's when you were like, Andrew Benford was digging through my trash the other night. I'm it's like, a compliment. Like, hey, you know, he's the one, you know, injecting himself into the show. So, that, yeah, right. right. You were mentioned. Oh, it's not a, it's not it's not a, a, a joke. It's, 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 what we're working it's with. not an insult. I mean, it's uh, it's complimentary, right? Slashes, and this peanut butter and jelly. Why did you mention that again? Oh, I was on a shoot one Maybe. time, and they had like PBJs for lunch. 
I didn't even eat. It was like a hundred. It was literally a hundred and five degrees in the desert of Palm oh. Palmdale. Oh, it was a bad shoot, man. Oh, but you loved it. I did it. No, you know no, my grandfather was. My grandfather passed away that weekend, uh, and I knew he was. We all kind of had a feeling that he was going to go, so it was, I was kind of waiting for the call from my dad. So I was in a really bad place, and I just wasn't uh, wasn't bringing it. And I told him that too. I said, "My buddy Christian, he's a great dude." I said, "Look, this is going on. I'll do the best I can, but I'm not. I'm not in the zone, man. I'm just." He didn't. He didn't have yours asked. I did not acquiesce. My best zest in the hot sun beating on my breast. It was warm without rest, but lest I not do my best. I decided to wear the clock proudly on my crest. <laughs> Speaking of English and words and rhyming and yes. some time um, to ourselves, to do shows, Corrado, have you spoken with her sidebar any further? I have because not. You seem very swamped at work. I have not chanted with Corrado. I seem swamped? Yeah. I do always we? tell it has been a little swampy. <laughs> need to cool it down a little bit. But have you talked to her? Nay. Nay? Well, we need to get her on. Yeah, we need to get that beast on. She's great. Yeah, she is a majestic beast. She is such a fan of the show. She was eating a diaper full of Indian food the other day outside of my apartment. What? Oh, no. No, she's great, man. She doesn't even listen. She does. I know. I, I checked those analytics. Lansdale, Pennsylvania is not among them. No pings in Lansdale? I knew it. I've not seen a ping. Well, Aaron McGarrity called her out, too. She was like, what's all this slice of stuff? I was like, you would know if you listen. She's yeah. like, oh, oh. caught me. Call her out. Hey, She's worry. great. McGarrity, the charity? Yes. Is she, when does she get to Cali? I don't know. McGarrity, the charity. I think they're going to San Francisco this month. Oh, wow. I remember I said that to her once. I was like, Gary to the charity. She goes, what? Why am I the charity? I said, your first problem is questioning any of the stupid things that come out of my <laughs> mouth. Just roll with it. Like a, it rhymes. Like a child, you know? Gary the what? There's nothing else. I, I spit it around. Why the charity? Oh, oh, I thought you were a good person. I guess I was wrong. Put it back on them. Manipulation. <laughs> But anyway, yes, that's Sports with John. Sports with John, 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 John. Hey, quick story. We can elaborate this. I know it's late there. If you have time, we can elaborate on this English business on another show if you like. What is English business? When I, when I moonlit as a gentleman living in England for Ooh. about a year. Yeah. But I'll give a little cliffhanger if I may. Right, yeah, like a teaser. And yes. then we'll do a nerd and we'll dedicate most of the show to it. Right, because there'll be some good stories. We can, we can yeah. banter back and forth like a bunch of backs and fools. But, uh, stories, because I'll so tell I'm, my tale of, of Mexico. Yeah, that's right. You had some... some... Uh, you, choose, you chose the better other country. I don't know, man. Mexico with some beaches and... Mexico City! Ooh, 30 yes. million people of filth. No, we love you. Capital the world. It's the largest city in the world, People or have, the most heavily populated one. 
full of gangbangers. Yeah, that. The cops are just like as crooked as the gangbangers. I bet. Yeah. I know some folks that have been down in that region. It's a little So you had like had it and you're like, you know what? I'm collecting unemployment and I'm taking that money. I'm going to fly to fucking England and I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wing it. Didn't have a job. Really wish I did. Couldn't get one. You know, I'm not a citizen. So I was collecting unemployment and I was going back and forth to England for like a really long time. A year and a half. year. Yeah. And um, when I was over there, my my host, my hostess was at school during the day. So I was alone. It was this girl that I knew. She, I stayed with her family, so I didn't wasn't paying for a hotel. Yeah. So it was really a free trip. I paid for airfare, for unemployment. I lived with my parents. I didn't have any overhead, you know. Right. No so I had like money to to burn. So I was over in England a lot, and one of the cliffhanger I wanted to leave was during the day. I didn't have anything to do, so I would just explore the city. I was like, "This is a great town. It's huge. It's old. I'm just yeah. gonna explore." And I didn't. Explore. I never bought a book. Or Googled like places to see. I was like, I'm just gonna wing everything. Yes. So they have the underground system, you know, the subway called the tube, the London Underground. Yeah. To this day it's the most efficient public transportation I've ever seen. You can get from okay. one side of the city to the other in a matter of minutes. You just what? swipe a card, you get on this bullet train underneath the city, boom, you're there. It's great. Oh my gosh. So each okay. day I would pick a new spot on the map. They had a whole map of all the like hundreds of you know Tube stops. Okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this tomorrow. So I would just go, and I'd walk around for like an hour. I'd get coffee, whatever, and then I'd do another one. And some places were very uneventful. It was like working-class right. town, nothing to see. Places like Abbey Road, St. John Wood were like cool. No so because I, this is all I did for like a year, I, I was like a homeless guy that oh. knew the best spots. I knew the best place to get a coffee without waiting. I knew the best public bathroom with all the privacy. It was oh. right across. It was on Bond Street, across from Selfridges at Starbucks. You went downstairs, and the bathroom stalls were separate rooms made of wood. So you would open up and close it. And you were in your own room. There was no exactly. under the seats. You could make noise. You could sit in there. Make that, noise. That was the best spot. Best place to uh, sit around peacefully without any pedestrians or traffic, believe it or not, was by Abbey Road, St. John Wood, because it's a residential town, so very nice homes. Um, I just, I had this whole thing mapped out. Best place to get uh, toiletries, like a toothbrush uh, for cheap, and it was London Bridge Tube Station outside. There was a guy selling them. I bought paintings um, by the HMS Belfast. Uh, This street artist I became friends with, he gave me, like, discounted paintings I would bring home from my family. I was, a ho- I was a homeless guy for like a year. I mean, I lived, they lived in a really nice place outside the city, but for all day, I would just like map this out. You know, wow. people would know me. Uh, I'll leave it at that. We can get into this, but the, my favorite spot was a guitar store, a uh, music store uh, at, near this place called Tottenham Court Road. And I would just go in there and I became friends with the owners and I would pick up their slang. And they knew I wasn't buying anything, and they were cool. I told them my situation. I'm American. So I'd go in there. I would just play guitar. And I'd be like, what do you think of Oasis? And they'd be like, Oasis is shite. And I'd be like, what about Coldplay? They're pretty big. He's like, they're shite. And I was like, how much is this guitar? And they're like, believe it or not, man, this is 60 quid. And I was like, 60 quid? You fucking banging me. No way. You know? And I I had all this lingo down. It was great, man. 
wow, yeah, you were probably picking up all their because that's just what we do. We, yeah. we mimic what's different, and that's all different. So it's like probably just going into you like nonstop. You're like all these new words. It's amazing. It was just a flood of information on the highway of clockisms. But yeah, man, it was such a cool experience because it's you know it's an old city. There's a lot of history, and I had nothing holding me down. It, like it would never happen. You'd have to be rich to like do that all the time. But right. it was just one of those situations where I like you know had some unemployment. I was still young enough where I can uh, fuck around. And it was a was huge like, regret of mine that I, I just never went to this. another country and I just, just tried to Mexico. live there. I, I went there for a week. But it's an equivalent story. I met a girl on a cruise Ooh. and stayed with her family for a week in Mexico. And boy, was it scary. I bet. Save that for the next nerd. Yeah, that, that deserves its own respect. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, t- we'll hang out with that. You want to put tonight in the W? Slash. You got some wire to watch tonight. I do. I do. I, I do. Don't, season four is kind of bothering me. Which one was season four again? It's like all the kids. Oh. You know, like all these young kids start getting involved. The guy that shot Omar? No. I don't think Omar hasn't gotten shot yet. They shot his grandmom when they were coming out of church. Oh. That was pretty bad, but I think that was in season three. Anyway, it, it's these young kids, and they're driving SUVs, and they're... Yeah, the drug they're dealers. Like, they're, they're like mules. Yeah. You know, the, the, the drug dealers give the drugs to the kids, and the kids walk them from one place to the other, and they pay them nothing, but now they're buying SUVs. I don't know. Right. It's getting they a little They have the weird. Escalades. Yeah. Seems a little fake. Sounds like you better turn it off and put on some Sam Crow. No. Run through this world. Oh, I, I was driving home from work the other day, and I had Spotify, you know, shuffling. Yeah. And the Sons of Anarchy theme song was on my list. So I come to a red light, and the windows were down, and I forgot that it was, like, uh, you know, switching songs. Um, I didn't know what it was going to be. So all of a sudden you hear, riding through this world. Oh. And I was like, you know what? I got to own it. I got to own it at this point. So I just kept the windows down because people were clearly like looking. I had the music kind of loud. I was like just owning it. I'm just that white douche listening to a theme song in my car. So good. It is actually a great song. Yeah, it's the best part of the show. The show, yeah. Tweet us at the underscore the podcastle with Michael Biscardi, John Hathinger, Matthew Clark, John Hathinger. Saying, uh, please download all the shows for free on Podbean at thepodcastle.podbean.com. Uh, please buy some merchandise at kingmanproductions.com, Mike Biscardi, uh, blog at bisblogger.wordpress.com, and the show's available on iTunes. Like us on Facebook, from Secretary of Interior Defense, Jonathan Hassinger, I am gentleman awaiting status, Matthew Clark, saying, Buonanotte. This, this is my destiny. And don't speed. Don't tell me what I can't do! Bye!
around the corner, there's a rainbow in the sky. So let's have another cup of coffee, and let's have another piece of pie. Troubles like a bubble, and the clouds will soon roll by. So let's have another cup of coffee, and let's have another piece of pie. Let a smile be your umbrella, or it's just an April shower. Even John D. Rockefeller is looking for the silver lining. Mr. Herbert Hoover says that now's the time to buy. So let's have another cup of coffee, and let's have another piece of pie.